You are not to discuss this matter amongst yourselves. We don't submit reports or ask approval for specific operations, if that's what you mean. We are an autonomous department. Any questions? Podcasting from an abandoned subspace relay orbiting Bryson. This is Section 31, gathering intelligence for you on Star Trek CCG. Now reporting in, operatives Dan and Rogue. Welcome to Section 31, episode number 353. I'm Dan Hammond. And I am Rogue Schindler. Uh, this week, we both get to see a new movie that came out. Uh, it starts with Star, but does not end with Trek, but we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, we, uh, we were caught up on the Oroville. There was no episode this week, so we can talk about the episode that came out last week, because that was fun. Um, it looks like there was an announcement on the boards, at least, uh, for... Uh, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the 1E gameplay forum, I see that there's a... Design Q and A for Cold Front, which is the set I worked on, so that's fun. Uh, not many posts there yet, but that's cool. And uh, yeah, so how about we start with uh, what we did between the hours of, you know, eight o'clock and eight o'clock Thursday to Friday? Because <laughs> we, we didn't see the movie together, obviously. Uh, no, you you had the the group, but I had kids, so I went the next morning. Right. But we both saw it in like the first 24 hours. So, uh, and I'm hoping pretty much everybody who cares about Star Wars has already seen it here. Uh, we kind of put the warning out on that last time. No really more on spoilers. That said, what I mean, there's so much. I I like. It felt like uh, I saw somebody post on Club Jade somebody started a, a reaction group to, to do discussion and, and like it's been almost dead because everybody is like the overwhelming response is I still have to process that. It was so much that happened. It was a long movie. It was man. If, if the trend now is two and a half hour commitments for this kind of thing, I, I don't know if that's what I want. I think I complained about this, about the last long movie that I saw. Can we go back to what was know, the last long movie you saw? Can't go back to, a, you know, an hour, fifteen minutes, hour, thirty minutes, maybe two hours. Two and a half hours is a long time. <sighs> well, the last short movie I saw, uh, or or not short movie, but uh, uh, last genre movie I saw was Justice League, and it came in right at could have been longer. In fact, it was the only movie in that series I felt like could have been longer. Wonder Woman was just right, and all yeah. the other ones have been way too long. Wonder Woman was just two hours and 20 minutes, I, I, but it seemed like it went a lot faster than Star Wars did. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's all about the pacing and, and how it feels like it goes. Uh, I mean, did you have a, a particular spot that you felt? I mean, I know we always joked for The Force Awakens that uh, it's like, all right, it's the Rathtar fight, time to go to the bathroom. Uh, no, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'll... I'll develop one of those uh, upon a second viewing or listening to it over and over again. Um, I, <laughs> I uh, you know, I'm looking at some other movies. Doctor Strange was only an hour and 55 minutes. Tight. Uh, Guardians was, Guardians 2 was an hour, two hours 18. So I guess, you know, two hours is gotta be what I gotta be shooting for. Anyway, um, as far as front to end, there were, there were a couple points where I thought I, I, I didn't need to see Luke milking something or spear fishing. <laughs> I, I, I don't care. I don't need to know how he's sustaining himself on the planet. I, I guess that was interesting information. Yeah. Uh, I, but, then, but then we lose the joke. You know, I, I've seen your day. You're scared. You're not busy. <laughs> yeah, but that makes sense even if he's not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, yeah. uh, the, 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 the very first scene, you know, where he just chucks the saber over his shoulder. Uh, that pretty much set the tone. I felt for that's okay. That's what this is going to be. It's going to be a lot of just humorous takes. I I didn't. I had a good time throughout the entire length of the movie. Uh, there were a couple bits where I thought that's kind of strange, but for the most part, uh, I've, I've been you know reading some reviews online and people's opinions, and all the people who hated it I don't agree with, and all the people who really liked it I do agree with. So I think, <laughs> I, I think that means I liked it. <laughs> I think that means I liked I, it more than I didn't like it. I, I have to say I'm very comforted 
at your confusion about your own opinion <laughs> because I have the same reaction. I There are a lot of things... I don't know that I hated anything. There are a lot of things I took exception with or like, oh, that could have been different or I wish that had gone a different way or I'm not entirely sure if I like that yet. And when people are like, hey, did you like it? I'm like, yeah. I mean, I don't know... I, I liked a lot of it. I, f- I felt like I enjoyed the movie experience. There's certainly plenty that I, ha- I you know, thought, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure why they did that or this could have been cut. But um, on the whole, I, I enjoyed my movie going experience. So, um, you know, certainly on the positive side, I, I don't agree with all the people who are like, it's the best movie ever. Um, it's got flaws. There were a lot of things that I was, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to say I went in with a low expectations, but there was a lot of things I was concerned about. I was, ex- I was concerned about that this would be a a retread of Empire the same way. Uh, the first movie was, you know, similar in flavor and and sound to A New Hope. Uh, that I don't feel like that happened. There were there were a few parts that were, you know, oh, got Walkers yeah. again, but you know that was different enough. That was fine. Uh, so that that that, that didn't happen. I was that didn't fallout. The other thing was uh, one of the problems that uh, I, I, one of the things I didn't like about the, the prequels was it was a lot of answers to questions and this was not a lot of answers to questions. There were many more questions left unanswered uh, <laughs> than there were answers to questions I felt like. Uh, there were a few answers. I mean, you know, why why Kylo and Luke are, you know, not friends anymore. Um, yeah. I, I like the, 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 the retelling of the two different versions of what happened that fateful night, you know, that kind of thing. That was fun. Yeah, um, that was neat. Uh, but there were, I mean, the, the big big main questions going in. Who is this note guy? What's his background? Who cares? He's he's not around anymore. <laughs> no, doesn't does matter. Uh, which, it, it, were Luke's parents uh, Palpatine or, or Kenobi or, or what? I mean, Ray's parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Ray's parents. Uh, uh, doesn't matter. They, they, they're probably space junkers who, uh, you know, that's that's... That's good. I, I don't. I don't need to know. Okay, else. that's fine. But but I don't know that that's a definitive answer because everything else. So so if you consider the source of that fact, it's the same source of all this other thing. Uh, all these other things that are probably not coming to pass because they are things that Snoke put into their their visions. So if that's you know if he put in that Ray is going to turn to the dark side and he's going to turn to the light side just to bait her to come there. You know, how is anything that they saw in those visions trustworthy? I mean, uh, I believe that he believes it. Yeah. Okay. And that, oh, and whether he wanted to believe or not, he saw it as an opportunity to try to turn Ray. I believe he wanted to turn Ray to join him, but I don't think he really cares whether it's true or not. As much as, you know, I almost feel like Snoke sees that as her fear of what her parents are. And so he just is like, yeah, that's it. Cause that'll, that'll feed her fear and bring her closer to the dark side. Um, okay. So uh, that's, that's my hope. That's, a, but again, uh, as, as my point, we didn't get a lot of, didn't get a lot of answers. Perhaps that is not even one that I had on the yeah. tally of answer side. That could still be an unanswered question. So, uh, yeah, but yeah. no, I, I take your point. That could be just what was placed in his head, and who knows if it was right or not. Uh, I I, yeah. I I think the fact that that when she went to the cave, you know, the uh, the Dagobah cave on uh, you know ancient uh, planet there, uh, and she got no answer there either. I, uh, that that could just be well, maybe we're not going to get an answer. Yeah, I, I really didn't like that. Um, I, I thought I was going to. It was kind of interesting the first time, and the the second time I was like, "This is because it was just there was no, there was no point." Like she, you, it's like, "Oh, this is the cave. This is her cave." Mm-hmm. But there was no but, you know, thing that she had to defeat mentally or physically. You know, yeah. uh, aside from maybe like the that her biggest mental enemy is herself, but they didn't even explore that. It was just like, "Oh, nope, no answers here." You know, and he, he, she doesn't even discuss it with Luke to try and figure out anything about it. It, you know, whether there was a deeper meaning there or not, it felt wasted because they didn't explore it any further. Sure. 
Yeah. That was a point where I was like, this is a big waste of time. Why are we here? Um, other, we didn't get a complete backstory for Random Admiral Lady. Uh, we got the same thing we heard about Lando. You know, he had this great battle at some point in the past. <laughs> but, you know, she's got a huge backstory. I, you know, when I first yeah. saw her, I thought they were going to call her Admiral Ren or something like that, and that would have been, uh, you know, Sabine, because she had hair. That was <laughs> Oh, wow. That oh, I hate you so much for putting that in my head. I mean, how much um, would that have yeah, turned the character around and thought, oh, now we have a, the audience, some of the audience, yeah, has a connection. That's headcanon. Yeah, that's headcanon. Okay, done? All right. Yeah. Yeah. She changed her name when she got older. Yeah. Took off the armor. Became an admiral. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Or the uh, we've got uh, a couple of new planets with no backstory that we've never heard of before. Uh, so that's great. You know, that's all fodder for you know tales of the casino or you know whatever else they want to do in the future. <laughs> um, yeah. But no, I uh, there were a lot of it was it was a long it was a long movie. So there are so there, there a lot of things to go back and, and think about. Just so I understand you correctly, you were excited, you were happy that there were more questions than answers. Oh yeah, yeah, because that's I mean the whole first trilogy, cool. the the classic trilogy, was all kinds of this big open universe and lots of holes to be plugged in and 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 yeah. stories to be told. Whereas the prequel trilogy, it's we're going to tell you everything about everything and there's no surprises, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I liked the idea of there being broken links filled, but um, not to that degree. I mean, there's a, there's a story excruciating, arc. excruciating yeah. detail. You've got to get from A uh, to B and, and, you know, another two years to C. So there's got to be some story there. But there are so many threads that are woven in that came from who knows where that are left yeah. open to be pulled on by other people, authors, etc. You know. Yeah. One of my uh, big gripes is is really not the fault of the last Jedi. They had to take what they were given, but it was more of the force awakens, which is that, um, I don't know, maybe the prequels, they were just like, Oh, people hated the over politicking so much that they just pulled way back away from it. But I felt like we had no real understanding of the current political situation coming into the force awakens such that we could understand other than the crawl that says, the First Order was born out of the remnants of the Empire. Okay, well, how did the remnants come? Was that just right after Jedi? Was the, There's the Republic, but there's the Resistance. If the Resistance is on the same side of the Republic, who are they resisting? And, like, we don't get... We, how are there three factions? We don't get any of this. You know, it's there's a lot more backed up in the now canon literature post-legending of everything else. Right. Um, but just watching the movies, which you should be able to just watch the movies and understand what's going on. It's really difficult to understand the situation and to have to come in and they couldn't, they have to pick up at the, you know, the, that cliffhanger cliff, literal, literal cliffhanger almost. Um, and so we got two movies over the course of three days. Yeah, they are very tight packed together yeah, it was, <laughs> of, of a trilogy so yeah um i mean uh, i'm assuming we're going to get more of a, a new hope to empire time jump now um you know that crushed down to nothing but now they're going to be the spark that rises from the ashes and you know they can't really do that tomorrow um, yeah so we'll get some time to, to develop that but i was like okay uh, essentially Okay, the First Order is supposed to be this remnant that nobody believes is, exists, or at least is not a threat, but for some reason they have this, not even a Death Star, like a galaxy gun, and this enormous fleet that suddenly they can apparently take over. You know what? If they dropped a bomb on DC right now, that would take up a, a bunch of our leadership, but there are contingency plans. They know the succession of command and who's going to take up somebody in NORAD or, or, or in mm -hmm. some other... Uh, base is going to set up the government and they're going to start getting our shit together and preparing to retaliate. They fired the Starkiller base five minutes ago. Okay, or maybe like an hour ago. And now they're like, oh my god, the First Order's taken over. <laughs> you know, they're going to control all the systems within a matter of days. I'm like, 
they just fired the thing and they're supposed to be this, you know, so it's very cryptic and, you know, sure. nebulous. I mean, when the, the when, whole situation and when Starkiller base fired, it did take out the fleets, you know, the, 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 the precious fleet as, as the, uh, the mad guy said, and there were explosions all over the place showing that every, all their ships blew up. So I guess the Republic doesn't have much of the way of anything. I would imagine... Well, but that was one system, though. But, yeah, but that's where their fleet was. Yeah, well, all one, all the entire fleet was in one place. Our, our entire fleet is in one place. Well... It's all over the world. That happened several times. It happened in Return of the Jedi. <laughs> I guess the Imperial fleet got was all in one place, and the Rebels were massing yourself. I don't know. Maybe they were having a party for something. Uh, yes. I... I I, I can only imagine that the that Snoke had his own cruiser and his own battalion of folks to go with him. Held in reserve. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I mean, and he seems, like, completely unconcerned when, when Starkiller bases. I mean, I guess destroying the seat of power, the current seat of power, was, was sufficient. But, uh, like, the end of Force Awakens, he's like, you know... The weapon is overloading, and it's only a matter of time. Like, all right, well, go pick up Kylo Ren and come meet me. It's it's cool. We're gonna I'm just gonna train my my fanboy here. You're 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 expecting to have him explode the same way the Emperor did in that uh, robot chicken sketch, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> How much they can cost? Another one? Wait, well, we got limited supplies of suns here. All right, <laughs> we can only recharge that thing. Now we have to build another one. Uh, what the hell is an aluminum, aluminum falcon? Yeah. That was a fun play. The way that they completely... They said, okay, let's put the Falcon in play, and it drove off all the fighters because they've got to take out that thing. Oh, my God. That was great. Oh, they hate that ship so much. Yes. That was awesome. And I love that. the same thing with Luke. Luke shows up, and it's like, all right, everyone, concentrate on that, and they, they got played very well. Yeah. I, I did like... There was a lot of callbacks within the movie and a lot of... For unknown foreshadowing, like the it's not all about lifting rocks. I was like, no, lifting rocks. And you know, what do you think? I'm going to show up with a laser sword and fight the, the entire first. Yeah, that was pretty good. First order by myself, and then he does, except he doesn't. Um, so you know, that, that was I, I really like that. I mean, and that was like a theme. It felt like, um, you know, uh, um, back at Comic Con when they did the the preview footage, um, there was a an interview with Daisy Ridley and Mark Hamill, and they say something to the effect of, you don't, it's, you know, you, it's everything that happens is unexpected, but then it happens and you're like, it totally makes sense. Yeah, that's what, what would happen in that situation, but it's not what you think would happen. And that kept being true. That it, unfortunately, it kept, it, on some points, it almost happened to a fault. Like, there are a handful of those times. Most of the time, like 80% of the time, I was like, oh my God, that was awesome. That was such a cool idea. They go this other direction. They went that direction. And then there was 20% of them like, okay, you know what? Now you're just being contrary. <laughs> like, you could have just taken that and gone that direction. It's fine. <laughs> we would have been okay with that. But now you're just, you want to you take everything that people think is going to happen and go the other way just to, just for the sake of going the other way. Um, and that, then it was like, all right, well... That was not really necessary. What did you think? Uh, so I, I went into this, uh, I don't want to say spoiler-free, because I watched the first trailer at Celebration with it, you know everyone else who was there. Uh, but I didn't watch any of the other trailers. I kind of avoided all the you know toys and packaging and everything. So I was probably about as spoiler-free as you can be without you know actively wearing a blindfold. Uh, how did you go into the movie? Did, were you, did you peruse, peru- pursue things? Um, I did not, um, uh, it was not like the prequels where I, you know, was tried to live in a bubble. Um, it's almost impossible to do that anymore. Uh, I did watch the trailers. Um, I didn't avoid the toys, but I didn't seek them out. Um, I did spend the last month ignoring anything that said it was to do with Star Wars on social media because, um, it was really getting to the point where now we're getting close enough. Some might, you know, real genuine spoilers might show up and uh, I didn't really want to 
you know, find out that, you know, you know, somebody dies or somebody lives or somebody is somebody's parent. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, out of context, I, I wanted to actually see that. So um, I got what they gave me, basically. You know, I saw watched the commercials. I actually did more than I thought I would because I was looking for Poe reference shots, which were not in abundance. Um, so this, I could. Boy, I didn't even think about jacket. that. Did his costume change much? He got a new jacket. He got a new jacket. So his his pilot outfit is the same. His helmet is the same. Thank God. Um, uh, and he got he got a new jacket. Basically, his uh, he's got a, a slightly different shirt. His shirt is basically Han's shirt in a different color now. Yeah. And uh, he got a new jacket. His pants and boots are exactly the same, uh, which is great because I got those screen accurate boots. Um, um, they're the same as his Jakku boots. Um, she's like, well, I don't really need screen accurate boots for this costume, but they're on clearance discount, so sure, why not? Was, Thanks, honey. Yeah, nice. Um, uh, I was going to say... But I, yeah, um, cool costumes. I love that. That's, that's the jacket right here. <laughs> uh, I've been wearing it every day because it's super comfy and uh, I need to weather it. Yeah, lots of... Uh, I there was There was one point where he was walking... On the uh, the main sh- the main rebel ship the, the, their 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 home one, uh, and yeah, he it looked like he was wearing a Han outfit. I mean, he had the the way that the jacket was was like it, it was vest like you know it was it just it just yeah. had that, that look. He was walking through. Maybe he had yeah. the same swagger. He definitely uh, uh, searching for it. You could definitely, and that was kind of a cool background unity thing like it definitely looks like um that's a style in the galaxy right now like that jacket it's very similar to hans old hans jacket uh and so it's like oh okay cool that's a maybe that's a Karelian style right now or something um but i like that did anybody establish poe as being Karelian yet they have not so he could be i mean i mean certainly you know he wants it to be and I want him to be, but you know, I don't know. People keep complaining about the, <laughs> I saw that there was a great comic floating around social media of two buttons options push for, you know, uh, TFA was too much like a new hope. And then this one is push that last Jedi is not enough. Like Empire Strikes Back. No, I, 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 didn't, I, I wouldn't say that. Uh, Interesting. I think I think the the only thing that I was disappointed that I had heard beforehand is back at celebration we were at the Sphero booth and uh, we were talking to someone that they had the the BB-8 you know that you could drive around. And yeah. They said, and yeah, we're gonna have the evil one sometime time, time too. <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> so, oh, <laughs> we're not supposed to talk about that. And they turned and walked away. <laughs> so, I was, oh, oops. There's, there's gonna be an evil BB-8. Okay, I've been sitting on that for a while. I guess. Uh, BB-8 <laughs> e or whatever he is, e, the E is for evil. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I and I, I, knowing that going in, I think there was one yeah. rolling around on the rebel ship, and I thought, oh, it's a spy BB. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's how right. they're tracking them because you know you can't track things in hyperspace. Oh. Uh, so they threw you with that. Yeah, I was totally thrown off, and then it turns out yeah. there was another one on the yeah. the stupid wild goose chase. I believe the internet calls him uh, BB Hate. BB Hate, very good. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I noticed that too. Uh, that was cool that, that there was one on there. Speaking of the tracking, I saw a tidbit today. Yeah. You may have seen that that somebody found in Rogue One when Jin is going through the list of special projects. That hyperspace tracking was one of the special. There's a hyperspace, on yeah, yeah. There's a hyperspace tracking. That I, I, I can only imagine they did it on purpose. I guess we'll give them that much credit. Oh, of course. That's yeah. That was pretty cool. I like that. Uh, yeah, Bob, Pablo gave that a nod. Oh, good. He was good. like, "Yep, nice." It's <laughs> like well spotted. Yeah, that's that's a that's a pretty deep pull for something that was you know a while yeah. back. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure we're just going to get flooded with a little. I, th- that's the other thing I haven't done yet is to go through and see all the, you know, this is the stormtrooper that was, you know, one of the 
Royals. Uh, you know, these are these are the people that were you know you didn't notice. These were the cameos from other people over here. Uh, that, sure. That'll be fun. Um, uh, I think the only other Rogue One I heard was the director was next to the guy that said salt or something like that. Yeah, I recognized him. Okay. Uh, the second time through, I was like, "Hey, it's." At first, I thought it was Ryan Johnson, and then, I... but all these white guys look the same. I, I, I... but it scared that Edwards from uh, from Rogue One, and uh, and definitely some more stormtrooper cameos. Sure. Yeah. Voices and and like there's someone else I remembered reading about and I forgot now, but. Um, yeah, I, I I like that you call it a wild goose chase because I was thinking about that earlier today. That I one of my pet peeves in uh, storytelling, and I used to see this in Stargate a lot because they would they were not really you didn't really watch story Stargate for the story. <laughs> it was more for the characters uh, because it kind of got recycled for after a while. But that I, I hate the you know, you always have plan A and plan A always fails. Fine. That's storytelling. You need to, because A, plan A never survives contact with the enemy, and B, it would be boring storytelling if doubt right away. But you usually get some kind of payoff for it, or they have to improvise and make it work and do something else or anything. But they literally, it was like you said, no benefit from them being over there. They go over there. They go find the guy back. They get on the ship. Captured. They barely escape. No benefit from being there at all. And I get that it's to drive home how foolish a plan it was to begin with, and how Poe shouldn't have done it. But that was like half the movie. <laughs> I yeah. I mean, it gave us. I I, I the, the the scene at the very end, the very very end of the movie with the kid who uses the force to pick up the broom. That was really unexpected, yeah. and I really liked that. Uh, that was fun. I, I like that a lot too. The uh, you know the the this is who was the next generation of of freedom fighters is going to be. That that was kind of cool. Uh, but yeah. that entire planet from the casino, there was just a lot of the the, the monsters that are. All I thought it was the Del Mar racetrack when I saw that. <laughs> uh, the things going around in circles, and then the ra- the chase through the thing, and that was I didn't need any any of that. They, they could have just called for help from someone, and he could have showed up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, that was my my call for the Rathtar scene. Uh, I was like, all right, yeah. it's the racetrack scene. All right, I've seen this. So I can go to the bathroom now and come back. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I, I part of that could be my disappointment with how much I really wanted Lando to be somewhere there and, you know, be their contact or even be the guy that they hooked up with because the contact didn't work. Uh, but yeah. not uh, that that guy. I, 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 yeah. That was disappointing. Uh, but I'm sure, you know, in the grand tradition of, of Star Wars and characters, you know, uh, what do you call turning from evil to good, Right, he'll be back in the next movie and make amends, and everyone will be happy, right? Well, then he'd be doing what you expect, and he'd be the Lando. I'd like him to come back, and they're like, he'd be completely apathetic again, and they either have to get revenge on him, or they have to like work with him, even though they don't want to. Okay, yeah. Uh, I uh, but yeah, that that whole the the whole plan to go out and come back and then have not only it failed, but it failed so spectacularly that they were able to shoot down all the other rebel transport ships escaping. Oh, that's, that's rough. That's, uh, yeah, there's, there's gotta be some fallout from that. And I don't think we saw any really right. Other than- yeah. And we didn't. And, and the problem with that being there to drive home the lesson to, to Poe is that, you know, he suffers no consequences from it other than the guilt of his own conscience. And then he's got to be the leader because, you know, Leia's not going to be there forever for obvious reasons. And Holdo's gone now, which I, I like the second Holdo showed up, I was like, oh, she's going to be the new Leia. Yeah. You know, yeah. that clearly felt like they were setting up. And that was a nice 
reversal on that because obviously that's what you were meant to think. <laughs> Man, that was a badass exit, though. Um, uh, and then, you know, by the time we get to crate, you're like, all right, well, everybody's dead. And, you know, obviously she's been grooming him to be a leader, which is kind of forced on us early on. But then at the end, it's like, okay, well, literally uh, all the leadership except Leia is dead. And everybody looks back at her and she's like, what are you looking at me for? Follow him. Like, all right. Okay. Well, I guess Poe is going to be the new, the new leader, but. Unless, unless someone shows up from that call that's gone unanswered so far. <clears throat> yeah. Now to your Lando point, Caitlin make a, made an excellent observation that having him be a cameo in the, in the casino. Sure. That would have been fine, but having him being one of the people who answers the call, yeah, that would be a good is fit. a lot more meaningful, and a lot more like, you know, him helping out and contributing, even if he's just there to be like, "Hey, I'm here to help you get in touch with my people, and they're going to do it, take it from me," and then he can go off and. Yeah, I think uh, I think it was uh, Chris posted on the boards that that th- what they were setting up looked to be. You know, the first movie, Ray hangs out with Han, learns some things, he dies. Second movie, Han hangs out, or Ray hangs out with Luke, learns some things, he dies. Third movie, <laughs> uh, Ray hangs out with Leia, learns some things, she dies. Uh, maybe Lando can fill that role. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, I agree. I mean, it was clearly the way it was. As soon as we got the end of force awakens. It was like, okay, well this is Han's movie. And the way the cliffhanger is the next one is Luke's movie. And then the last one's Leia's movie. Cause that's when the, the, the war will come to a head and she's the general and everything. And, um, I know, I, I mean, I don't have a good answer for it, but Caitlin makes a great point about, um, it's hard to not want that story to still be told you know, it's, it's, you hate to have to compromise Leia's story because Carrie's not here anymore. Yeah. I mean, you, do do you, do you hope that there was enough pre-shooting done that you can do that? Or do you recast it? What, what do you do? I don't know. Well, I I mean, I'm sure. And then there's the uproar or the CGI. Yeah. There's there's always tarking it up, right? Yeah. They could tarking it up, but yeah, I mean, there's any, number of combination of ways. I mean, you could write her off screen if you had to, but I still don't feel like that would be a good idea either. It's not a good answer, but it's, it's tough. I don't I, know. I think if they weren't going to write her off, you know, I'm, I'm expecting the opening crawl to be, you know, General Leia has died or something like that. And then just like Luke Skywalker is missing from the first one. Uh, <laughs> sure. I, I think if they weren't going to do that, they've had several opportunities, you know, over the course of the movie to have her character pass away. Uh, that didn't happen, so... I, I thought that was good. Yeah. I, I, I mean, they literally blew her out the airlock. <laughs> they blew her out the airlock, which was, you know, cool force move to pull her back in. Uh, too bad Akbar doesn't have the force, because, yikes. Uh, <laughs> uh, they, they She could have been the one on the ship turning around and, you know, jumping into hyperspace in their face. Uh, yeah. That, that would have been a good... Which good seems like the out. obvious move. Yeah. Um, or guess she could have been the one out there you know buying time for everyone else to escape through the back door as well but you know Luke uh, yeah. forced, forced himself out there to do that so yeah. anyway, beyond those there are opportunities to, 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 to work with what happened uh, and make it disappear but I, I can only imagine they have a plan so I'm looking forward to see what they do um, yeah. but speaking of Luke and showing up uh, so there, there there were a lot of clues that I missed completely uh, until you know right at the very end that he wasn't yeah. really there. Uh, there's there's no way there's no way in from the back of the caves, and he just walks through. I was like, well, yep. clearly there is. Uh, I didn't notice that he wasn't making footprints. Um, did you? I did. Well, I I um I was suspicious very early on for from one. Um, just I, I, from one cue and that made me think about everything else. And so I picked up on it pretty quickly. But um, when he comes and meets Leia, he's like, he's got his haircut and he's like, he dyed his beard. He did. <laughs> and look, he's in this new outfit. I, I, I didn't like, notice that his beard wasn't gray, 
but I did notice yeah. that he was cleaned up a lot. I just figured that he found some new robes and got a haircut, you know. And I thought that was it, fine. Uh, that was fine too. Yeah. But as soon as they, I'm like, I'm trying to think of when when they blast him. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what force pack. You know, I'm still RPGing. I'm like, that's a lot of uh, absorbed dissipated energy. That's a lot of absorbed dissipated uh, energy or deflecting. I didn't oh, see any blaster bolts go anywhere else. So I no lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah. And and he walks out of the the cloud, and he does the yeah, <laughs> the flick. But he's not. There's not a speck of dust on him, even though he does that. Yeah. And like, and that was like, he's not there. And then I was like, that I'm like, I'm like, you know, mentally writing it down. That's my wager, you know. And then so as that whole duel progresses, I'm like, he's you know, he's going to dodge all the the lightsaber bat, uh, swing, so he's not going to, you know, he's never going to block it. I'm like, yep, still not there, still not there, still not there. Uh, and so I got an early clue, but I loved how they did that. They made it very subtle, one piece at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I the, think that's, you know, making the footprints and dodging the, the lightsaber, and uh, it was really well done. That's a perfect way to do it so that when you watch it a second time, you can start picking those up. But like I said, I didn't notice, uh, and I think I found out at the same time Kylo did. It's like, oh, Oh, you're, like, you're gonna. You're not oh. actually gonna be here. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's something that uh, I think Charlie mentioned. They showed the X-wing, right, in the water, but never actually used uh-huh. it. But I think that was just to lead us to think to think that okay, well, he can get away when he wants, and he could yep. he could conceivably be there. Um, yeah, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't be surprised if that was a late ad. Mm-hmm. So to how get, did he get to there? put that because in the, the audience the that like, yep. oh, okay, he's he's got an X-wing there, so he can get off planet and go save the day. Yeah. I was half expecting it to show up when the Falcon did. Yeah, you know, do that like, classic. Oh, there's a the Falcon, know. and then yeah. Yep. Then, <laughs> uh, the, another yeah. audible cheer moment. <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh, anything else? Uh, anything else we we should discuss? I think. Uh, well, I've hit um, all the. Go ahead. Uh, even though her part of the story was not um, really useful, uh, I loved. Rose, uh, I thought she was a great addition. Another aspect, you know, another side of the the resistance that we never really get to see, you know, beyond the leadership. Um, I loved her interaction with, um, with with uh, Finn and uh, and get that that whole perspective. Um, I, I liked pretty much all the new characters. Uh, were great um, additions to to what we saw. At, um, yeah, I'll second that. Uh, Rose was a great character, written very well. Uh, hated the plot that she was involved in because it went nowhere and was a big waste of time. But uh, I'm unfortunate. Sure, yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> have a, an interesting part to play in the next one since she's seems to have been promoted. You know, <laughs> by process of elimination. <laughs> you are now the chief engineer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was one of. Mark Hamill's response is, are you the most powerful Jedi? And he said, yes, by process of elimination. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, someone else, somebody said that, you know, Luke made a mistake and ran off and hid on a planet. And, you know, who would do that? And the answer is Yoda, Obi-Wan, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Luke. Luke. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't have a problem with that at all. Well, so uh, two things that I... I liked and I or and I wanted more of kind of related the whole Luke thing. Uh, I really like I, a friend of mine really didn't like the Force Awakens, um, or or more like she it's not she didn't like it she just it made her really sad uh, and she didn't really want to watch it a lot and I was like why is that and she's like well it made it took all of my favorite characters all these heroes that we saw from the original trilogy and they basically turn out to be failures and they've all had really respect, horrible yeah. lives yeah. And the entire celebration at the re- end of Return of the Jedi is moot because uh, they're all going to spiral into depression. Uh, the Empire is not really destroyed, and uh, that's not the last time planets are going to be blown up by you know a big giant machine. Yeah, right? and and, and uh, I, of course, in 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 a couple of days, all that Death Star is going to rain down and kill off all the Ewoks. <laughs> well, you know, silver lining. Yeah. Um. But um, everybody, I was like, oh, I hate that they did this with Luke and they turned him into this, you know, loser. And I was like, no, he says it right there. He he fought one guy. He only beat Darth Vader because he happened to be his father and he was going easy on him. He had he, he trained for, with Yoda for like a week. 
If that, yeah. you know, he he, hap- he he is he's the most powerful Jedi because he's the only one left. You know, he 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 took the the correspondence course with you know Force Spirit Academy and uh, got to meet with with Yoda. You know, he he lucked into his lightsaber and then uh, you know completed his training against Jabba the Hutt. Uh, but you know, uh, he doesn't go off into the sunset and become this super Jedi master because he knows everything. Cause he didn't know anything. Um, so I totally buy that, you know, this kid who's had to wing it this whole time fakes and then kind of collapses in on himself. Now I actually loved the bit in the trailer when they're like, it's time for the Jedi to end because that's the message we've been getting since episode three when Mace and Yoda are on the side and they're like, dude, and I don't know, like, how are we going to stop it? And, you know, there's one Sith Lord on Coruscant and we have thousands of Jedi. And how can we can't stop this? It's because our, you know, we're crumbling. Our system is crumbling. What we're doing isn't working. Uh, and I was 100% on board. It was like freaking out. Oh my God, the Jedi, what are they going to, how, how is the Jedi going to end? He's going to kill Ray or he, he wants to die. And it's like, no, I totally want him to be like, what this system is not working. If you want to learn the force, we're going to do it my way. Let's find a new way or for him to be all crotchet. And then when he's like, no, no more Jedi, I'm not going to train you. And then he stops and says, okay, I'll give you three lessons on the ways of the force. And that will tell you why the Jedi shouldn't continue why they why they shouldn't exist anymore and for her to come back and say okay you make great points bad things have happened but good things have happened too let's find another way together you're you know student master i learned student learns for the master master learns for the student and they didn't do any of that they just kind of floundered like they kind of got halfway or two-thirds of the way there and then they freak out about the bridge between Kylo and Ray, and uh, you know, now there's like nothing. And even if they had like start to establish that path, and then they had to, you know, go the rest of the way that that they happened, you know, to set her on the course. So I was kind of disappointed when, you know, I thought it was funny that after Yoda's pranking Luke with the fire, and then it turns out Ray's had the books the whole time. Yeah, she just, you know lifted them well, um that's something yeah. she's gonna need because she's got to, to make herself a new lightsaber right sure or at least you know f- fuse this one back together i don't know she should probably take the crystal out that looked pretty pretty rough i mean she can she's a she, she's a pretty competent engineer or uh, uh mechanic uh you know she at least reverse engineer it i yeah. think yeah she might salvage the crystal and reverse engineer it um, between that and the books, you might be able to make a new lightsaber. But I don't know. That was a that part was a little bit disappointing to me, based on you know that was one of the few things that I did feel like I had a handle on them going off you know at a right angle on and and then they didn't. Um, so that was kind of like one of the minor disappointments for me. Well, maybe maybe that'll pay off a little bit in the next one. You know, as she's talking to Luke's Force ghost. You know, trying to do the correspondence course, as you say, right? Yes, <laughs> and that's you know, I I one hundred percent believe he'll be back as a Force Ghost teacher. So, so maybe that is still a direction they can go. Yeah. All right. I don't think I have anything else. Uh, I uh, I probably will see it maybe when it comes out on streaming. I don't have any plans right now to go see it again. It was a long movie. We'll to think about. It was a long movie. I uh, I almost didn't go see it again. I'd already bought my ticket, and I was going to have to go back to return it anyway. So I was like, "Well, if I'm here, I might as well watch it." Um, but um, it's a lot of movie, and it was it was emotion. I I felt rot at the end of it. Uh, there was a lot of you know we we kind of got one and a half scenes with Han and Leia in the first one, but there was a lot of emotion in this movie for me. Yeah, um, I mean, there was the Leia, Luke and Leia get back together to have a conversation. That yeah. was nice. There was the Luke and R2 scene when he played back the Help Me Obi-Wan Kenobi. That was, that was pretty strong. Hands down. Yeah. Hands down the most emotional scene for me. Yeah. But I was not affected as much as I was at The Force Awakens. 
I don't know. I, really? Yeah. The, the, the scene yeah. in the snow where the lightsaber pulls out and lands in Ray's hand, that was more... Oh, yeah. That was stronger, I think, than anything in this movie. Yeah, the one thing epic. that I got pulled away from in the movie, one last thing, uh, when the Falcon's doing the uh, the fly through the mines, losing the TIE fighters, yeah. uh, the, the, the music came to the Death Star uh, trench run music, right? Like, uh, you know, you know? it's the escape with the tie fighters, Ben's death and the tie okay. fighter. Attack. Yeah. Uh, that was very jarring. I, I didn't, that I, you didn't like that callback. I would have liked it if it was a callback, but it seemed to be a note for note replaying of most of the sequence. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Didn't like that. That was, uh, as someone who I think, I think I've experienced all three movies, uh, via audio more than, video certainly because I've got them on you know mp3s and cds and things I just I'll just throw in and listen to the whole thing um, sure I pick up a, I feel like I picked up on a lot of musical cues that were great you know a lot of, lot of callbacks here and there but that was that was weird it was like uh, let's just give up and just copy and paste this whole section in here I didn't mind the, the, yeah. the flying through it, it very, you know what it reminded me of is the uh, uh, you remember the, the original Star Tours when you're flying through the comet, oh yeah, that's exactly what it felt yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. musically, that was odd. I, that was what. That's actually one of my favorite pieces of music. So I was okay with it. But I did feel like, as like, oh, poor. I guess John's getting old. You know, he just had to copy and paste. Um, but there was a moment like that. Actually, the moment you were just talking about, uh, which was a little jarring for me because I love that moment in the Force Awakens when Ray catches the lightsaber is there's like eight or 12 measures of that music is exactly bar for bar. The, uh, barbecue, the, the Lars family barbecue. Yeah. But from a new hope, it was, that was, as you say, but then it cuts away away, and that was a perfect use Um, of it. That whole sequence was just, I mean, if they would have taken that at the beginning, uh, and then rolled into something else, but it went on too long for me. Yeah. What or I even know, just, I know music? you know, have a, be a new arrangement of it, you know, play it again. Yeah. Instead of being pasted. Yeah. I, I feel you. All right. Uh, the last Jedi. I would go see it. If you haven't, uh, if you've already seen it once, have at it, see it again. Uh, I think, uh, I think Debbie's going to take the girl over Christmas break when we're up yeah. uh, visiting the family. So we'll see how that goes. I did notice more things on the second viewing. I'm glad I went and saw it again. I will probably see it at least once more in the theater. Uh, maybe to check out 3D or, or one of those other fancy new versions that I don't always see other movies in. Smell-O-Vision? Uh, Smell-O-Vision, that would be interesting. Uh, I will say the first time around when Luke fades away, I was more confused than anything. Maybe a little shocked. I was like, what, wait, what just happened? Is that, is that, are you sure? Wait, did they, no, no. And like, I mean, it, it's so clear that they have to have dialogue with Ray and, and Leia saying, Oh, did you feel that? Yeah, he's gone. Oh, Oh, wow. And I was just like, Oh, what? Well, you know, it was, one more thing on top of a mountain of a first viewing that I was just like, I, I was numb, kind of numb by then. Like it didn't really affect me. Second time they have, you know, the sunset and the wind blowing and the shots back and forth about like, you know, kind of him being at peace and recovering and having contributed. I uh, would not call myself a Luke fan or a lightsider by any means, like a, a Jedi uh, uh, enthusiast, but I was a wreck. Like knowing it was coming that time, I was unexpectedly just crushed when they got to that. Um, so emotionally, even though it's, it's quite jarring, it was worth a, a, a repeat viewing at least once um, to kind of experience all the things that you know you didn't necessarily experience the first time or have time or emotional bandwidth to experience yeah. the first time. Yeah, agreed. All right, very good. Uh, 
do we have let's skip over the Orville. We could talk about that since they skipped an episode, right? Agreed. Um, you know, I, I figured this would take a while. It's a long movie, so yeah, it's a long review. As far as uh, other things on the boards, uh, the continuing committee, uh, the uh, Project Excelsior has got some uh, some information posted, so that's going to be interesting to check out. We've got a tournament locally coming up uh, in the, the week, the week uh, New Year's weekend, kind of a, t- a playtest day, so that'll be interesting to see yeah. what the folks play. It looks like they've got uh, a few folks, uh, a good number of folks uh, pre-registered already, so uh, we'll hope to talk to someone who did that uh, afterward. And uh, I think we're going to be putting together cards the next day on Sunday. So maybe uh, maybe we'll get some facts from Matt himself and uh, and Charlie. We can talk about that on Monday. And then, uh, oh, actually, Monday is going to be New Year's Day or New Year's Eve. New Year's Day? New Year's Day. All right. We can probably have a show New Year's Day. Yeah? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that should be fine. All right. Uh, then we'll go over... Uh, all the new cold front stuff. There's also there's another spoiler. There's a new archer that's posted. Charlie posted a new Jonathan Archer. He's got Ooh. a lot of skills. He's going to be very good, I think. In uh, uh, he's a civilian. I think he's going to be pretty good in the War Council deck. But anyway, um, we'll talk about more cold stu- cold front stuff. Uh, we'll catch up on Oroville and talk about the tournament. Sound like a plan? Sounds like a plan. All right. All right. Well, that's all the intelligence we have for this week. Uh, in the meantime, I am Sir Rogue. And I'm Sir Dan. And I'll remind you all to expand your power in a galaxy far, far away. And I will, uh, I guess, activate one more step. <laughs> you cannot run, you cannot hide, and you cannot defect. But they are always watching you, but you cannot detect. Section 31. Section 31. You're not going to recycle your use pile? Oh, I should have done that.